What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, part of the Fansided Podcast Network. Now, please welcome your host, Adam Patrick. All right, welcome to the Viking Age Podcast, the official podcast for thevikingage.com. I'm your host, Adam Patrick. I'm the editor and lead writer for the Viking Age. Before we get started today, make sure to follow the Viking Age on Twitter and Facebook. The site's username on Twitter is at the Viking Age, and you can follow the site's Facebook page by heading to facebook.com slash the Viking Age. All right, on today's show, we've got Adam Carlson. He writes for us here at the Viking Age, and he's been been on the show multiple times in the past. So welcome back to the podcast, Adam. Oh, yeah, longtime contributor over there on the Viking Age Feels like I've been over there forever, and then uh, I've been on here multiple times as well, so pretty familiar with how this goes, and I've enjoyed it every time, so let's hope that we have another one that doesn't end in some sort of me flying out to have a fist fight with you. No, I don't don't, don't think that's going to happen. All right, so (laughs) today, Thursday, uh, according to Vikings play-by-play announcer Paul Allen, he um, has been in contact with with former Vikings defensive end Everson Griffin, apparently. And he said that Everson Griffin desperately wants to return to Minnesota. Um, he says that, you know, he's, he screwed it up when he put out those those tweets about Kirk Cousins. Uh, we don't need to get into that, but you can, if you don't know what they are, you can look those up. They're real fun. Um, and then he says that uh, Griffin still has some some people in the locker room that are, you know, in support of him maybe coming back. Obviously, he's been teammates with Harrison Smith and Eric Kendricks and, and Anthony Barr and, and even Daniel Hunter in the past. So it'll be interesting to see what happens for the future now that we know Griffin just would love to return to the Vikings. I think a lot of us maybe already knew that, but it's just maybe something to confirm that. But with this, let's take it from two different viewpoints and maybe see if we can figure out maybe why the Vikings would bring Griffin back, and maybe why they wouldn't. So, first off, why should the Vikings consider bringing Everson Griffin back for the upcoming season? Um, uh, <laughs> they shouldn't. Okay. <laughs> Nothing? You don't even think, like, his his experience in the defense, is maybe his leadership um, in the locker Maybe room. a nostalgia trip, like, bringing him out and having him sound the horn or something i don't know i mean he's only been gone for a year it feels like he's been gone a lot longer but it's only been a year but yeah to play football for the minnesota vikings in 2021 yeah. no <laughs> all right i'll try and think of some uh let's like i mentioned maybe his his leadership he's a veteran he's, he's got experience he's fiery always seems to know how to fire guys up um i feel like he's still got he, he was still pretty productive last year for the Cowboys and Lions. He wasn't a starter like he was for the Vikings, but I think if he comes in and maybe he's on a more rotational role, he could be successful with the Vikings. I don't know if that's what he's interested in, but he says he's desperate, so maybe he's you know interested 
and whatever. <laughs> the Vikings could use some more pass rushing depth, and it would be he would they probably could? Be, he he. I I think so. Maybe just experience wise. Because so got, you would cut a young player in favor of him right now. Um, it would depend. They they have ninety right now. They're full. Yeah, they're gonna full roster. Um, I think there's like maybe like a guy like like Jordan guys that are like way lower, like a Jordan Brailford, or they, or they could even they could they didn't have to cut a pass rusher. They could cut someone else. Um, you know, they could cut Chad Beebe. We don't need they don't need Chad Beebe. Just get rid of him. <laughs> um, oh, now you're gonna make fans just send yeah, you yeah. all the hate um, now. But I don't know. The Vikings can always figure out a way. Um, to bring him back if if they want to, uh, and then you know he would if they wanted to bring in more experience for their pass rush, um, he would definitely be a lot cheaper than maybe someone like a Justin Houston or. But I feel like that's what they brought brother. Weatherly in for. Right, right, yeah. I don't, but I don't know if they want him to be a starter because he wasn't successful as one last year with the Panthers, but. And, and Griffin and, wasn't successful last year as a starter either. Right. I mean, this would seriously just be. A nostalgia move to maybe sell jerseys. I, sure. I I will say this will be, would be a positive. I love the energy yes. that Everson Griffin brings to a football field. Yes, and they they have already given away his number. By the way, Michael Pierce's oh yeah ninety seven. So he would probably have to wear a different number, which would just be weird for him to be back with the Vikings, but wearing like a red a random number in the seventies or something like that. That would be strange. Yeah. <laughs> All right, definitely so, be a little so, strange. So since this seems to, the other side of the spectrum seems to be where you're mostly leaning towards, why should the Vikings say no to Iverson Griffin? Well, let's see. He uh, disrespected the team's quarterback and their head coach. <laughs> so that's not good. No. Uh, he was not very productive last year. He would take a spot from a young player that's looking to grow and develop. If he did somehow squeak his way on the 53-man roster, which, again, not a good thing. Yeah. Minnesota wants to have as much salary cap as possible yeah. to roll over to re-sign Harrison Smith and Brian O'Neill. So let's keep that salary cap where it is and try not to even throw a league minimum of players that aren't going to make the 53, probably. I, I just don't see the benefit of this. And I know fans love the guy because of his energy, and a lot of the Kirk detractors don't see any problem with what he said during the offseason. Yeah. But those are the kind of things that a locker room doesn't forget. For sure. Someone like Kirk, who I feel and like. And it's not even Kirk. It's it's saying that Mike Zimmer didn't want Kirk on the team, too. Yes. And that is just, you don't put words in the coach's mouth. And that's sure. something that Zimmer, I bet, still thinks about. Yeah, when his name comes up, because I'm sure Minnesota would love to bring in pass rushers. Uh-huh. That defense loves having a combination of pass rushers and defensive backs to mm-hmm. shut down defenses and let their linebackers kind of do their own thing and and be creative with those players. But Everson Griffin, as much as I love the energy he brings to a football field, I just don't see the appeal of bringing him back whatsoever. Yeah, that's honestly, that's my opinion too just like um i don't see a reason to bring him back at this point if you haven't already brought him back right I, I, unless some and you know what if if daniel hunter gets injured or something or, or somebody else then then maybe but that's a whole different story right he'll get signed during the mid-season by somebody 
when players yeah. start going down. For sure. I mean, so he yeah. will have a job, but he has to feel strange going from opting out of that nice big contract that he had in Minnesota well, to going into free agency. Well, they were going to cut him either way. If he didn't opt out, they were going to cut him because they wouldn't owe any money. So it was either he opted out and made, maybe made himself look better or they were just going to cut him. So he was going to be gone either way. I think maybe him going to the Cowboys and Lions was more of like a, a wake-up call. Like, oh, like maybe I am past my prime. I'm not as good as maybe I thought I was. Um, and maybe, you know, being in that Vikings defense for as long as I was, that's where I was the best. And I should probably yeah. try and find my way back there. But kind of screwed that up with with uh, his comments on Twitter, which I kind of have a soft spot for, for people when they say things they shouldn't on Twitter, you know, I speak <laughs> from experience. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, at the same time, they've got, the Vikings really like to draft and develop their young pass rushers. They drafted two defensive ends this year, Patrick Jones and uh, what, Janorius Robinson. Um, and then they've got, you know, Wanham and uh, some yeah, other Yeah, a couple guys. of physical freaks there and, Daniel Hunter and, and you people can, keep you, looking past Jalen Holmes, Jaylen and Holmes. I don't get that. And you could even you could even throw Sheldon Richardson in there too for yeah for just pass rushing purposes for packages and stuff like absolutely. There's not, there's not Griffin's. I don't feel like Griffin's going to be comfortable coming in and playing like 15 snaps on defense a game. Like he, and I don't see him coming in and contributing on special teams at all. No, no, no. He's yeah. He's past. He's. You can look at him probably like the same way you can look at Adrian Peterson. Adrian Peterson's not going to come in and want to be like your third running back, your gunner, or like right. your punt returner. He he wants to be either the second back who, who's in there on like goal line situations or the top guy. He's not he's not signing with you to just come in just to have a job or at least a solid part of a committee. Yeah. So I don't. Do you think? But, look, but looking back on Griffin's time with the Vikings, do you think one day he will get in the ring of honor? I could say that's pretty possible. Yeah. I feel like he did enough. He's he he was I think before before Hunter came along, he was one of the top uh like as far as sacks go, one of the top guys in the history of the franchise. Yeah, he was very successful getting after quarterbacks. And considering that Brian Robinson wasn't the sack artist that he was, and right. he was getting a lot of the attention, it, yep. it's it's strange sometimes the duos that succeed and the ones that just really don't in Minnesota. Oh yeah, yeah. It, well, it's, the the defense really just plays to. I feel like the defense that they have now really plays to guys' strengths where. Maybe in the past with guys like Leslie Frazier and, and Childress, they just they kept guys out there just all game long. By the end of the game, they're just worn down. So I feel like Zimmer's system is more, you know, ro- keep rotating guys in there to, to get the, the the best guys they can get on the field. Even before Zimmer, uh, Ray Edwards looked like he was pushing to be a good defensive yeah. end. And he then got paid. Yeah, he kind of disappeared, went to boxing, and then yep. I, I haven't. See, seen him boxing while is he still doing that i i'm i'm not the guy who would know about that for sure maybe I, i'm not a boxing guy maybe he'll he'll pop up and fight like jake paul or something one of these oh yeah um, 
All right, let's let's move on to current uh, Viking safety Harrison Smith. He was recently asked about uh, his possible extension with the team that might be in the works uh, right now, um, and he's he said that he would love to remain in Minnesota for the future. So it's expected by most that Smith will get an extension this summer. So he's thirty two years old. How long should that extension be? I personally wouldn't feel comfortable with any guaranteed money past two years. Two? Okay. Because a lot can fall off within two years. Oh, yeah. And Minnesota hasn't done a lot as in ensuring anything at the safety position past this year. So they have to try to make sure they have something going forward. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, that's reasonable. So maybe like. That's what I'm kind of expecting for the draft. There being a safeties in the first two rounds either this year or next, because they've got to start securing the other layers of that secondary. Because behind Smith and Woods this year, there's nothing. And then when you look past that for 2022, it's... uh. You know what wouldn't surprise me, though, is if the Vikings... Some people... This might throw some people off, but like a one-year extension. And then because of the the way the salary cap decreased and then next year look to see um, if they can give him an extension again because he'll be able to get more money probably if right. he waits longer. Um, but at the same time, he is 32. So maybe he's like, nah, I probably already reached like my height of, as far as how much I can make from a contract. So maybe I just, I'm just looking to be somewhere guaranteed for the next two or three seasons. Strangely enough, though, I haven't seen a massive drop-off from Smith at all yet. No. And even with the lack of talent around him last year, people say that he had a down year, but you can't judge his performance by what's around it. Yeah, Yeah, he had to do it. By last year's stats, he he was doing what he could in that defense. Do you think the Vikings will be the only team Harrison Smith ever plays for? Oh, I want that so badly. Right. I loved that it happened that way for Chad Greenway. And Rob. Because he was like the prototypical Minnesota person. He arrived. He loved it. He wanted to stay in the area. And he was a great representative for the team. And I feel like Harrison Smith is kind of the same way, as well as Brian Robinson. Just standout players that aren't just good players on the field, but good they seem like good people in addition mm-hmm. yeah so, unfortunately the same couldn't be said for you know, Blair Walsh that, that just didn't work <laughs> out wasn't able to work out that way um it looked so, that way for a little bit though <laughs> it did and that's why they gave him extension and uh then uh, we got it for that and um, uh, but, we got some kickers that we just kind of have to cross our fingers on yeah I would like to say that Smith will be the only or the Vikings will be the only team that Smith plays for but in this day and age in the NFL, you really just can't tell. Like, how many people thought Tom Brady would be playing for the Bucks last year or see Ed right. Reed on, like, the Texans or something? And I'd love Adam Thielen to retire a Viking as well. I mean, oh, yeah. these players that have spent their entire careers wearing purple and gold, it's hard to imagine them playing for someone else. But then something happens. And, like, this year, we ended up seeing Kyle Rudolph in a navy blue uniform. Yeah. It's, it doesn't look right. No. Him and what Anthony Harris and with the Eagles. Um, I know Riley Reef has been 
with another team. He was with the Lions, and he's with the Bengals now. So it's a couple. It still looks weird to see Xavier Rhodes in, in the Colts uniform. I feel like a little Got bit, yeah. Stephon Diggs kind of getting probably getting used to that now since he's <laughs> always everywhere in that Bills uniform. He's uh, been getting so much hype lately that you've been big, seeing photos. Yeah, photos of him and yeah. comments of his posted all over the place. And well, he's usually it, pretty quiet, so I, I haven't yeah. seen anything about him. You know. He never, he never, he never says much. Never rocks the boat. Neither do Bills fans. They're usually pretty quiet too. <laughs> um, so Aaron Rodgers still hasn't decided if he's playing for the Packers or not in 2021. Uh, it's a big decision that not only will impact the Packers but every other team in the NFC North as well. So, do you think the Vikings can still win the NFC North next season, even if? Somehow things get worked out, and Rodgers decides he actually is going to play for Green Bay next year. I've also been reading a little bit about how Green Bay is preparing to throw a lot of money at Adams. Devontae Adams, yeah. So I don't know how much cheddar they've got to throw around there in Green Bay. Right. Or what it would take for Aaron Rodgers to feel respected, whether it's something to do with the money situation or how he's actually treated yeah, by the money. front office and the coaches. I don't think it's money. I think it's the people but, in the front office. But can money make up for that? At this point he's made a lot he's he's made a lot of money. So I I I don't know. I don't I don't know if a couple like five more million or ten more million will really make that much of a difference if he's not happy, you know. <laughs> Cause people say you can't buy happiness, but it can buy attendance. Yeah, we can ask Daniil Hunter if money can buy happiness, and <laughs> he'll give you a, a yes. But yeah, I mean, a lot does hinge on whether or not Aaron Rodgers does make his return to Green Bay, because without him at the helm for the Packers, my expectations for Green Bay drop dramatically. Oh, yeah. And it's not that Green Bay doesn't have a lot of talent at other positions. They've got an excellent running back. They've got arguably the best wide receiver in the league. They've got a secondary that's full of young stars in the making, and they've got the pass rush that they're off and on, but they can get things done. Well, just think about what the Chiefs would be like if they didn't have Mahomes. Like, they still have lots of talent, but they're not going to be they're not a Super Bowl contender. They don't have Patrick Mahomes. I don't know. Without Mahomes, they still beat Minnesota, right? Listen, listen. We don't need need to talk about that. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah, they should have won. The Vikings should have won that game. Tyreek Hill held on that. That long run was Damian Williams or whatever. Tyreek Hill <laughs> held Trey Waynes and no one saw it. Okay. Um, but are you one of those people who, if Rodgers doesn't play, then, and the, and the Vikings do win the division, are you going to put an asterisk next to the Vikings, you know, success because Rodgers didn't play? Because I've seen a lot of that too. Like, oh, well, People are going to bring that up like he didn't play, so they you know, they wouldn't have won or whatever if he was out there. You can only play the games that are put in front of you. Yes. It's not up to the Vikings to decide whether or not they face the Packers with Aaron Rodgers or not. Now, as a fan, I want to see the Vikings play the strongest version of the Packers that they can put on the football field, and I want Minnesota to beat them. That's yeah. what I want. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that because I just want the Vikings to win. I don't really care if... 
<laughs> who's back there like it's gonna make it easier for them to win and go for it so if the vikings play like all the backups all the way through the playoffs and get to the super bowl i'm not gonna be any i'm not gonna be sad because oh they only beat uh you know i can't taste some hill uh with the saints although he looks like he might be a starter um but yeah i just i don't i look at it and i'm like it's football everyone gets hurt every year so i don't see like that as someone someone not being out on the field can't be an excuse in football maybe someone in other sports maybe in baseball or something but in football it's different because different guys get hurt every year like who knows next year lamar jackson could get hurt mahomes could get hurt right and then 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 they're like oh well the bills are only good because mahomes was hurt and it's like well look at the nba playoffs this year oh yeah all these star players are going down yep and it's making really strange situations (laughs) Yeah, I would never have expected the Hawks to blow out, you know, Milwaukee in that mm-hmm. game mm-hmm. without Trey. It's like, I, I, it's just mind blowing yeah. to me how this all works. And the NFL is that way too. You know, even if somebody goes down, you got to have, you be ready to roll with the next man up. Yeah. Yeah. You got to have a, a Todd Bauman back there. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We spoke about Paul Allen earlier in the show about his comments about Everson Griffin, but he also recently discussed the Vikings backup quarterback situation. And he predicted that Minnesota will keep Kirk Cousins and Kellen Mond on their final 2021 roster for sure. But then he gave a long maybe uh, to the Vikings keeping a third quarterback for next season, which would either be between Nate Stanley and Jake Browning right now. So how many quarterbacks should the Vikings roll into the season with? Well, are we counting practice squad? I'm I'm say active roster. Because I, I don't see the two coming through on the active roster with one of them on the practice squad to bring up in the event of an emergency. Browning I don't family. see it's been two years now straight that Minnesota, I believe, has ran with only the two quarterbacks on the roster on yep, the fifty three and, and cousins. And I don't see that changing. No. I don't even know which one of the other two Minnesota would see through that. that. That's a competition to watch because it could be something to do with the future. And I, I know quarterback three isn't a top concern for a team because if you're going on quarterback three, then you're kind of already in a heap yeah. of trouble. Well, if Cousins goes down, then it becomes, you know, something significant because one of them would be the, the backup. Right, right. Or even That's when or, it starts to get really interesting. Or even the starter, because what if the Vikings, you know, don't think Mond is ready and they, they're like, okay, Stanley or, or Browning go in there since you guys kind of have a better grasp on the system. Possible, but unlikely. I <laughs> I think they'd throw the rookie to the fire, but Yeah. And honestly, I'd be interested to watch that. Because it's um, not like the Vikings have a cupcake schedule coming up full of no. easy games. If he had to go in there, he's He's going to go against some of the top teams in the NFL, and it's going to be very tough for him. Yeah, well, I think the Vikings would make it probably try and make it as easy as possible for him. Just just put him in situations where he can succeed. You get him to roll out and stuff because he's he's got the athletic ability to get out of the pocket and stuff. So, um, and he's got a team full of very good route runners that can pick up yards right. after the catch. Dalvin he's Cook got a strong him. running game. Yeah, yeah. He's there's there's lots to to be excited about if, if Mond has to play this year for, for any reason. Hopefully he does not. 
and Kirk Cousins just continues his streak of being Iron Man Kirk. Him. Yeah. Uh, he gets killed though. Sometimes I'm just like, how does he stay in there? I don't, I, I don't know, but I I'm think- a little more excited and optimistic about the offensive line after. So the changes right. that were made this off season. Right. So right. hopefully they can keep him from getting pressured immediately or getting bodies thrown into him. Well, this after is a year snap. where like they fix the offensive line and then someone like Brian O'Neill goes down with an injury after he signs an extension. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how it goes. Um, but yeah, I think they'll, they'll probably keep two on the active roster, like you said, because the I believe the practice squad is the same as it was last year where you can uh, put people on there and you can call like two players up before each game if you if you want to. They still have that in place because I think they still have some COVID protocols in place, so they're letting that still... And I definitely like things. that situation. They should I still keep don't that, really like, understand forever. inactives. Right. The process of having inactive players on your roster on game day, I don't, I don't really understand the purpose of that. Yeah. We've talked about that over on the Purple People podcast, and apparently it dates back really far to, a, to situations where players had to had second jobs and things mm-hmm. like that. And it's a baffling thing that's still happening in today's NFL. But some of those guys, it means they don't get paid, right? Because you get paid, you get an active bonus or whatever. I'm sure. Actually, I'm sure they get they get paid, but they don't get that that active bonus that right. sometimes I feel like Daniel Hunter has like a for every active game he can get like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Obviously, that's not the same for everybody. No, um, no. But uh, yeah, I think I think too. Um, it just I don't think I've ever. Actually, it did worry me in the past with Cousins when it was just Cousins and Mannion because I'm like, if Cousins goes down, like who's <laughs> going to be Mannion and then who? Who's the backup? Like who's the third third? Even guy? when it was Simeon, I didn't like it. Is it like who, who would be the third guy if, if Cousins goes down? Like would it be Britton Colquitt? Like, like or Adam? I guess Adam Thielen because <clears throat> remember that one was it? Yeah, that one game where he tried to throw a pass and uh, didn't really work out that well. Who who would be the who who do you think would be the third quarterback if they have two active quarterbacks in the game? Cousins goes down and Mon has to go in. Who do you think would be the emergency backup? When they asked Mike Zimmer last year, I believe they did say Adam Thielen. Yeah. So I don't think that's changed. I don't know if they brought in another player with quarterback experience. I would have to do so in one they, game. They but. could just put Dalvin Cook back there and just run the Wildcat the whole time. <laughs> Oh, I hate the wildcat. <laughs> All right. That's going to do it for today. Uh, thanks for joining the show, Adam. Where can people find you on Twitter? On Twitter, I'm at MNVikingZombie. You can find me there on Twitter. You can find me there on Instagram, where I post some pictures of my cats and fun stuff like that. I'm also using that handle over on Twitch, where I play some video games every once in a while. And I also... Just have a lot of fun having conversations about the Minnesota Vikings and the Walking Dead because I'm also a part of Undead Walking, which is part of the Fansided Network. And I recently re- released an article over there with all of the named character deaths from Season 6B of oh, Fear yeah. the Walking Dead. And boy, were there a lot of bodies piling up in that one. So <laughs> the final season of The Walking Dead is coming, and it's time to start getting excited because this should be a doozy. They're going to be like a bunch of spinoffs and stuff. Uh, right now, there are 
there's Fear the Walking Dead going on mm-hmm. and the and the Walking Dead World Beyond. Both are solid shows, but the World Beyond will end after season two. And then there will be a new spinoff starting that features Carol and Daryl. And that's the one that a lot of fans are looking forward to because those are the two most popular characters on the show right now. I think I've seen like one Walking Dead episode in my whole life. Um, so I can't I can't really comment on anything to do with show. I know <laughs> there's zombies and, and people and they get oh, yeah. sometimes they do sometimes zombies, they do. blood and guts and Oh yeah. If you're well, into that, yeah, Undead Walking's great for you. I know I know it's popular, but yeah, I know the the site that we have on Fanside is great and they have a lot of great content uh with you and the other people on there. Just go check that out. Check out the Viking Age. Follow the Viking Age on Twitter, Facebook. Subscribe to this podcast on the Spotify app, Apple Podcast app, wherever you get your podcasts. But until next time, we will talk to you later. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure.